Hello and welcome to episode 6 of Why Comics. I'm Stuart Moraine and this week I was joined by the mighty Nick Prolix, he of Sheep and Wolves fame. He joined me to answer the question, Why Comics? Um, we had a really interesting conversation. Uh, it goes on for about an hour and a half-ish, give or take. And yes, yeah, I think it's something different from the previous ones and hopefully that'll come across. And uh, yeah, hopefully you'll enjoy it. I shall pass you over to me and Nick and uh, roll the thing. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Nick. <laughs> I just thought I'd, I just wanted to see what had happened. Sorry. <laughs> I assumed you'd start again. I didn't think you would. No, you, no, you've done it. Power three. We dived but, in with the bollocks. So yeah. Okay. Good. Start That's as you mean to go on. But yeah, how are you? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Cool. Good summer break. Uh, yeah. It's, it's the summers. I literally did nothing but sit around in my pants. Um, that's fantastic. pretty much the dream, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was it. Yeah, that's what, that's why people get into comics is to just yeah. sit around in their pants. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very low bar, but I hit it. You know? <laughs> it's important to aim for these things. Mm. Got to feel you achieved in life. <laughs> but yeah, did you do anything exciting other than sitting in your pants? Or you, you make it sound you you haven't seen my pants. Uh, well, it's, that's it's, very uh, true. No, I've been. Uh, Getting caught up on um, on TV, finished Stranger Things last night. Um, I've been playing a lot of Stardew Valley. I am the um, uh, the the pumpkin king of of Stardew Valley at the moment. Yeah, so that's good. My little farm is ticking over nicely. Um, my kids have been beating the shit out of me at um, Mario Kart. Uh, I wonder where that was going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 just generally, just like come and give me a kick in every now and then. <laughs> That's what kids do. <laughs> Wake up! <laughs> Put some trousers on. Yeah. God's sake, roll onto your side. Gonna... <laughs> Neighbours are complaining about the noises and the sights. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get my kids to care. So. <laughs> If it was me, they'd just sort of leave me as long as they could sit and watch their tablets or whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Give a shit. <laughs> I could be dead and they wouldn't notice for weeks. Till one of them got hungry. <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, on that morbid note. Yes. <laughs> I I brought you here to ask you the big important question. That's right. Why comics? Why comics indeed. Um so I think like, like I was just sort of um, mentioned just before, I've, it doesn't take a lot to sort of throw me into a sort of head spin of anxiety. So like since you've, you you sort of tweeted, you know, asked if I wanted to come and ask answer this question, I've been kind of racking my brains like, what what does he mean? What was <laughs> he was he getting at? What was, why why comics? Why why not? Why? Why, you know, and I was trying to work out what, like, you know, what what angles was I going to take, and then, um, and then I was trying to think about, 
why comics are in, are important to me. And I was thinking that might be a way a way to look at it. Um, and then and then I was thinking about the summer, and I just started reading Bone. Um, Good choice. I think I might be wrong, but I think I think I I um, tweeted like that I've got some a um, Jeff Smith art book. You did. You got that did and you, the Modern Masters. That, yeah. Did you say that you you've got the art? The yeah. Art, and then I bought yeah. the Modern Masters and then oh, I right, yeah, slipped the, down a rabbit hole of buying yeah. other editions of Modern Masters. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And um, so 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 when did you when did you discover Bone? Um. Probably in my mid twenties, maybe it was Andy turned me on to Bone because Andy was always into it, and I was like, I quite like the cute design, but I'd never read it. And then, yeah, it must have been about mid two thousands when the big Omnibus Omnibus edition came out. Yeah, and I bought that and pretty much devoured it over a couple of nights. Right, uh, like the giant doorstop, the thing that's yeah, the, yeah, the huge yeah, black thing that yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate breaking spines, but it's a nightmare yeah. book to try and read without yeah. putting a crack in it. <laughs> right. I've managed to keep it relatively pristine, I think. <laughs> yeah, and you did it all in like in what, like two nights? What is it? Like? Well, I, I say a couple of nights. Eight. It was probably over the course of a week, but right, yeah. <laughs> but you like smashed through it. You were like, yeah, pretty much. I, I wasn't watching much television at the time, so I seemed to read a lot more comics then. Right, and I also wasn't doing a con, so I seemed to have right. more time to read. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but yeah, and no, yeah, I absolutely loved it. So yeah, so so like 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 you, I think I you know I was like aware of bone, like I sort of you know I could identify a bone if you if you point you know if I had to yeah. tell the difference between you know I knew you know if you you do like a like you know moomin bone the new the new schmoo you know you put them together you know I can well, I can tell you which is which do you know what yeah I mean? that, that that was that was as close as I could I got to being able to tell you anything about it. Um, uh, took it, took that same book, the big, the big doorstop away with us on, on a um, couple of nights. Me and the, the little one went away for, um, and we, so we're in this um, uh, caravan, and I'm reading, I'm read, start reading this, and it's, um, I don't want to sort of make it sound too. It says, let's think about it. it sounds just weird when you say, it, but it's like. But it's one of them books. I opened it. Just started reading it, and and it's like I'm almost moved to tears by how kind of just amazing this story, this character, you know, they are everything. It's like you know when you know when you see someone who's just so in real life, and you're just walking along, and you just bump into someone, you see someone um, who's so stupidly good looking. That yep. your brain shuts down, <laughs> you know, or you, or you like, you know, you meet someone who's so kind of effortlessly charming and kind of, you know, well put together. You're just kind of like gushing over them and just kind of, you can't help, you know, you're just kind of in, like, you're just sort of, you know, you, you, you you're sort of breathless in their presence. Yeah. This might just be me, you know, I spend a lot of time just kind of like, you know, getting inappropriate near strangers just awkwardly right? staring at people yeah <laughs> but it, it's it's like that and it's happened with 
it really only happens with comics. I, I just I find this almost, and I'm and I'm using the term advisedly, kind of erotic experience. And I don't just mean that most times it's over in like you know two and a half minutes. Um, but you know, it's comics. There's something about opening a book and experiencing um, art and character and narrative and composition, the way it all comes together, that is kind of almost sort of sublime. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, it, it happened with Bone. Like, I, I, I can remember sitting there open just reading through it and just thinking fuck this is this is this is it you know this is the thing this is you know I've, what what the hell was i doing you know there's a reason why everyone says this is the best comic you know because it's the fucking best comic yeah it's um you know and it was a it was the same thing when i finished um death of speedy um i mean you know love and rockets story you sort of read that story you just got then immediately reread it yes um and and um human is it human diastrophism i can never pronounce it but you know love and rockets was another one like love and rockets was this book that you know i could identify i knew what it kind you know i could i'd happily talk about it even though i'd never read it you know yeah you know I'd, I'd mouth off about you know knowing you know trying to sound like I knew what I was talking about and then when I actually did sit down and read it you, again you're sort of, you're just sort of confronted by um this this sort of sublime experience of the uh, you know of this kind of aesthetic um you know it, we, we, everything coming together in this really sort of sensual kind of experience right and again and again it, you know it sounds sort of um <laughs> slightly um you know polymorphously perverse do you know what i mean but i, I, I know think, what you mean yeah i think there is you know when you talk about comics right you you, you know you, people will say you know i got turned off by the art yeah yeah you know um you know so we you know we talk about comics you know as in in this you know in this kind of erotic way you know we you know we want to possess them you know we want to have these things you know there's this kind of you know that's that sort of compulsion to like have the beautiful object you know and to just sort of um to look at you know that um yeah it's, it's a bit like i've bought books purely because they'd look nice on the shelf <laughs> I've bought books because they look nice on the shelf. And then I've I've taken the book back and bought another one because the copy that I bought it I'd got it cheaper because it was like an American edition and when you put it next to the English one, it doesn't fit right on the shelf. Do you know what yeah. I mean? You see, you know, that drives me nuts. Don't or, ever try and collect the Batman black and white books then, because they're all different fucking sizes and it really pisses you know, me off. Like it's the like the Parker books, right? So you got like um Darwin Cook's Parker um the four Parker yeah. um collections. And 
the three of them, the you know his name on the on the spines, they're lined up, you know, in in parallel, and then like the one in the middle, like the third one, it's out. It's just wrong, and you're like, what what what, what are you doing? Like that... it's not like what are you thinking? Like I would put it out. Yeah, what did you? How did you do? Or if you know Terry, have you done the um? Did you do the spine? Yeah. Did you check that it was lined up with the other ones? No. Why? Well, because it you know don't you think it probably looked good? Nah, no, no one will. That's you know people aren't interested in that. Oh yeah, you're probably right. It'll do. It's like what? What? I I don't know. It's just like it's like you know you know oh she. It's just it was insane anyway. There's, there's... No, I know what you mean. My wife mocked me once because I had an anxiety dream that I'd been collecting a series of books and I'd not bought them all in time, so they changed the spine design. Yeah. So I didn't have a complete <laughs> set on the shelf. Yeah. And I literally woke up in a cold sweat, <laughs> unable to breathe. You, um, you woke up in a cold sweat. I'm not going to be able to go to sleep tonight. <laughs> now, because of that, I'm worrying for you. Um, <laughs> It's all right. I, I did it. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like, there's this thing about, um, like, you know, I, I can count on like one hand, maybe, you know, the, the times I've come out of a cinema, like, but like absolutely buzzing, you know, that was an amazing, you know, just amazing film. You know, my, my mind's racing. I'm thinking about, you know, a film has come along and it's, you know, and it's changed, you know, the way I think about, you know, what, you know, whatever, you know, like, like live cinema, art, who knows, you know. But it's a different, That's a, it's a different response in some way. Yeah, and I, f- I feel like this 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 response to comics that I'm, that I'm trying to very badly articulate <laughs> is, is something, you know, it's very, it's physical, it's kind of sensual, it's to do with the emotional um, feeling that you get, just almost like kind of being in the presence of these, these, these objects, okay, and what, what's, what, what I think is, is amazing is that you have, I mean, you took, you have this, you have this art form, or you have this like commodity form that is this this you know that is absolutely held up as the um like you know the the epitome of um ephemeral transient disposable um you know um artistic production you know yeah. I mean? like, you know like and, you know there is nothing the only thing more disposable than a comic is a newspaper right do you know what i mean like that's yeah. you know that's the um and yet somehow comics for me transcend that disposability that that kind of disposable that um and they despite they they manage to be both um uh these kind of mass produced object you know these mass produced products and also these um they have something about them that is like 
uh, when you see a work of art, you know, up close. Yeah. Yeah. And in fact, I... When you, so that's weird. Not even just saying that. Like I, I've, I've been to museums. I've been to art galleries. I've, I've, I look at pictures on walls. Do you know what I mean? I've been, I've, um, I remember we went. I was in, took a school trip to New York, and um, we went to MoMA Museum of Modern Art, isn't it? And um, and they had one of um, Edvard Munch's the screen paintings. Yeah, or Munch, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I think he made a few. I think that's the thing. But and this was one of them. And so it's on a wall. It's on like, it's almost, it was, it, the way they, they mounted, they, the way they displayed this, it was um, on a pillar in the middle of one of the gallery spaces. And then there was like a queue of people queuing up to basically look at it. But every wanker just went up and took a selfie of them <laughs> pulling pulling the screen face next to the screen. Like literally every fucker in the queue, it's like you know, bing, and they and um, Fuck's sake. <laughs> uh, and you're there and you're there looking at it, and it's that standard thing, which I find um, happens to be quite a lot in front of of paintings, where you know I'm you're kind of underwhelmed by the actual. When you come face to face with the actual object, you you I, I find there's something underwhelming about, you know, whether that's because you've been kind of you're, you've been overexposed to the image, and you know, in, in in posters and in art and the rest of it, or there's something about the weird disconnect of the scale. I remember seeing, um, you know, the Salvador Dali's um, persistence of memory. You know, the the melting yeah. box. It's tiny. Like again, that's one I've only ever seen in books and prints. Exactly, right? You, but you, I don't know about you, but I imagine it's like the size of a wall. Yeah, you know, he's huge. He's huge because it's you know this desert landscape and these huge. You know, it's like this kind of moonscape with the you know the freaky. Um, but you see it up close. It's tiny, <laughs> right? It's like a stamp, and um, and you're just sort of there going, all right, <laughs> you know. Hmm. It's like you know, it's like you see um, you see a celebrity. Oh, you look bigger on telly. Um, and and yet, and it's always the the it's weird. <laughs> I don't know if it's because you know comics are kind of you know, if you, when you see original art, um, always tend you know because comics are um. You know, rarely drawn to scale. You know, is yeah. scaled down. You know, the the original art is always, you know, bigger. Um, when you see original comic pages, they always seem kind of more impressive than the, um, you know, than the yeah than the than the reproduction. Um, and there's some, and you know, which is kind of the you know, you know, it's the irony. You know, that there's something kind of um there's something kind of more um yeah more more uh more impactful more um 
vibrant, more vivid, more um, lush when you see, uh, you know, the the marks on, you know, the and even and, and you know, and especially I was gonna say even, but you know, especially you know, the white out and the mistakes and the and the cuttings and the pa- you know, the cut and paste and yeah, when something about the materiality of seeing that object, you know, and I'm you just. Um, you know, it's just, I, and I don't know whether you know this is again. This is kind of you know, this is me like sort of fetishizing, you know, craft and stuff. But um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, this is it's it's an it's an interesting. I'm not you know. I don't imagine my, my I'm not saying this is an interesting response to it, but um, or even that um, coherent. But you know, I think. There is, um, and, and there is something about the the fact that comics exist in these two kinds of place, two realms, like simultaneously. Do you know what I mean? They they yeah. are both they are both disposable, kind of you know, story, um, soap opera, um, yeah, and at the same time they are. Um, transcendent, the kind of um, aesthetic, and um, you know, uh, so, you know, I want to keep saying, you know, sort of, they, you know, they have something of the sublime about them, you know, the art and the and and, and it's not just the art, you know, it's the marrying. I remember when I read Watchmen, I say, you know, first time, um, and I did that's that's something I sort of, you know, I smashed that out in a in a in a in an evening and. It's just like this, what the, you know, like my, you know, literally, you know, mind blown, you know, I could not, you know, I just could not get my head around what I just read, you know. Um, yeah. And there's something about that, you know, and and, and, and a lot of that is, you know, it's always obviously, you know, is, you know, it's Alan it's Moore's kind of trick, you know, it's his kind of, you know, um, you know, kind of master watchmaker type of kind of, uh, manipulation of of all of these different moving parts, and you're never quite knowing how it's all gonna, you know, is he gonna, you know, how d- does everything kind of connect up? And then you realise, you know, that you've been kind of, you know, he's been he's been, you know, playing games with you, and you know, you've been kind of led down various kind of blind alleys and stuff, and yet, and the art is completely in service to that, and you know, do you know what I mean? There's, you know, that that kind of um, it's just so. Yeah, that that does that, that, that anyway. Why? <laughs> no, I I know exactly what you mean. It's like um, I think it's the tactile thing of it that adds an extra layer to it for me. Exactly what you're saying, but I think with unlike a film where you watch it and there's a disconnect with actually physically holding a comic. It seems to resonate more for me, mm. both mm-hmm. as a piece of art, as a storytelling thing, and just as a piece of craftsmanship. And um, like you said, with the like you know seeing the wire and that, I went to that DC exhibition they had at the where XL was it in right, yeah. London last year, yeah, yeah. and just seeing the old pages up there and how they did literally cut and paste. And white out, and they, you know, seeing how they basically made comics like I used to do comics in my bedroom. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Where if I didn't like a panel, I, and it's a bit yeah. like what you do with seeing your original pages is that mm. you've, if there's a panel not right, you've cut 
you've yeah. redrawn it and stuck it yeah. over the original panel kind of thing. Yeah. And it's that tactile thing that I think is lost a little bit with digital art. But um, yeah, there's just something about that, that craftsmanship, the story within the story of the creation of it kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you see, that's the thing. Um, yeah. I like that. You know, that the, the comic, and I think all comics have this, you know, they, I think you're right. You know, I think they, 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 I mean, it's, you know, they literally do display the marks of their creation in the artwork, in that the line, the quality is, that's the thing that kind of can, can make or break your response to a work. Um, I saw a vid. What, what am I trying to get at? What um, regard? Let's you know. You draw three panels. Um, you know, uh, uh, a person sitting on a park bench. You know, and um, it's you know they're just they're sitting on a park bench, uh, staring into space, and uh, you know two panels, nothing changing. You know, a third panel. You know, they, they you know they there's a tear, right? Yeah. Right. Um, um, you, you you can film. You know, you can film that in different ways. You know, different angles, different lenses, different film stock, different cam. You know, but even if you um, if you set up, um, there's something about the. Um, the face, right? So if you think about the like the you know the, the I remember um, there's a um, documentary about video games called something. It's probably called like Video Games the Movie, right? Um, well, the the geezer from Scrubs um, produced it. Oh right, uh, yeah, ago. it's on like, Netflix, isn't it? Is it that yeah, one? like like um, Frodo's mate is like the um, you know the geezer who gets um, Bob who gets killed in Stranger Things. Spoilers. Um, uh, uh, Sean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, yeah. He, he's like Sean Austin. Writer. Anyway, anyway. Um, at, at one point in that one, uh, some uh, some geezer is like a you know triple A AAA, um, game developer. He works works for Sony. Um, he says that um, he's talking about um, why for so long uh, films um, had 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 like you know could would always trump um video games in terms of ex- expressivity and kind of uh you know uh character um and he's saying that because you know in 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 cinema you know the abs the cheapest thing that you can film is a and yet the most expressive thing you can, is is like is a human face yeah yeah. Um, you know, you just point a camera at a person, at a face, you know, an actor, an actress, you know, and you can, um, you know, it's in, you know, you can, that, you know, that can be everything. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, for so long, you know, a human face was like the absolute hardest thing for a video game to, to try and um, capture, you know, yeah. that kind of freaky looking um, video uh, game, kind of 3D. Uh, uncanny valley nonsense but yeah. um 
you know, two artists drawing a a, a, a a face, even if they, you know, they both come to it, they both draw the same expression, the same character model, you know, they're both on model. Um, you know, the the just the difference in one person's line to someone else's can be enough to you know how many times you picked up a comic you flick through it and you just you're just looking at the, the art and you're like no nah, don't no nah, it's not uh, not you know it's not for me yeah you know or you know like i have no idea what this is about but you know this you know this clean you know it's like you know uh herge yeah you know it's just that 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 clean line was too clean for me. I couldn't, I couldn't, as a kid, you know, I couldn't get with it. You know, everything was just too clean, you know, and it kind of translates into the story. You know, everything is too clean, too clear cut. Right. Um, too rigid, too composed, too orderly. You know, you compare that to, um, you know, to Asterix, you know, and, you know, all the lines are, um, you know, it's still clean line, but it's, you know, it's more expressive. You know, characters are all over the place doing different. Yeah. You know, you look at. Um, uh, you know, you look at like a Corto Maltese, right? You look like, like Hugo Pratt and that kind of wiggly line that's never quite straight. You know, there's no there's no straight lines. Everything's got that slight kind of jitter to it. You know, and yet it's still kind of got this, this this kind of elegance and this um energy and liveliness to it, you know. And you know, for someone else, you know, it you 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 might want to and yet it's some do you know what I mean? Like the, every comic has in its in its form that imprint of the human hand that made it that I think and I think that that is something that and I you know, you see that in you can, you know, you talk about, you know, oh, you, you know, this has got this so-and-so filmmaker's fingerprints all over it. Yeah. Um, you know, I think there's something about, um, I think it's something about comics that um, that makes with it. Well, you just you know, you know that, like you say, you know, the the story of its own creation you know, is writ large on every page. Do you know what I mean? That's just, yeah. which I think is, is kind of, um, uh, really, uh, mesmerizing and, um, and intriguing and also dangerous, you know, it's upset, you know, that's the way that's, and again, it goes back to this idea of kind of almost like an, you know, it's erotics of comics that I'm talking about, you know, where, you know, th that's where obsession starts, you know, where you're kind of like, do you know what I mean? Like I'm like I'm obsessed with trying to find um tra you know traces of other artists in you know one artist. I'm trying to reverse engineer, you know, the influences. Yeah. So that I can, you know, somehow um you know, it's like you know, it's like wanting to dress like you're um, your partner, you know what I mean. You just want to, you just want to, you know, you want to listen to all the same music that they. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's this yeah. kind of thing of like you want to kind of um, unpack all of that stuff that I think is kind of, um, 
you know, you have to kind of catch yourself. You have to sort of stop yourself. I think um, at a certain point, you know, you have to sort of pull back and sort of, you know, um, and sort of, you know, try and keep some distance. You know, yeah. um, I think I think you know there, there's a there's definitely a you know a, a horror film or a horror comic you know in there about you know and uh you know a cartoonist who's you know becomes kind of you know over you know this that sort of level of you know um uh, obsession with their you know the, the object of you know the object of their um desire yeah um it's, it's, Maybe it's, it's, I just haven't had sex in ages. Maybe that's a good thing. <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah. Well, when you're banned from Waterstones for driving from the <laughs> graphic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> three feet from the shelves, pot of me. Three feet. Three feet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's it. So when you're creating comics, is that something you've got in mind from the way you react to reading comics? Or... How do you approach that from a creative point of view? Um, if you see what I mean. Yeah, like I think, I think, I think, in some way, absolutely. I think, like, there are. Mo- <laughs> um, again, this probably, <laughs> um, this probably, you know, gives you far too, you know, far too, uh, far too much of an insight into uh, the workings of the. Uh, than maybe the uh, I was going to say the functioning of my psyche, maybe the, the dysfunctioning of my of my psyche. Um, yeah, I think I think you know there are it, it fluctuate right. I, I sort of sort of vacillate uh, between like um, you know being absolutely enamoured of the last thing that I drew. This is literally the best. This is the best panel any not you know that I've ever. Drew. This is this is it. I fucking cracked it. This is the best thing that anyone has ever drawn. Like, is that level of, do you know, like, a, yeah, um, you know, I could, I could, you know, I could die at the table now, and when they come, they find this panel, it's going to be like, oh my god, yeah. And it goes from that, and then I'll go to bed, wake up the next morning, look at it, and just think, you know, this is filth, this is abject. Yeah, I can't believe I'm still trying to, you know, how how have I not managed to learn how to use this pen properly yet? Um, and it's <laughs> there's never a happy medium. Um, and yeah, I I, I I don't know if that if that if that if that if that's what you're getting at, but it's I was. It was I definitely have a love hate relationship. Let's put it like that. I've got a love hate relationship with my own work. <laughs> and, is, um, is that because you hold your regard towards other comics? Is that because you hold it those in such high regard, the way they make you feel, that sort of yeah, central think, feeling of it? I and... think, like, I absolutely. Um... Uh, yeah, yeah, it, it's, it's, um, you know, it, <laughs> there's a certain, 
point at which I quite honestly believe there is nothing more important than um, drawing and like creating an amazing, amazing comics like like that. And it doesn't have to be just. It doesn't have to be just comics because I used to, in a in a. I I used to I used to um, write and publish poetry. Right, so I was, I was I was. You might you might not be able to believe this hearing me start my way through these uh, uh, meandering answers to your. Uh, to your questions, but I used to be a a bit of a an avant-garde experimental uh, poet. It's not actually a, a joke. People people wait for a punchline at that point, but that's that, that's the end of that. Um, and and it was like that with with poetry. It was like you know people would go ah oh, um, oh, um, oh, oh you know I I write I write some poems every now and then you know. Do you, do you want to have a look at them? And I'd be like, no, I don't want to look at your shit poem. <laughs> and it's like, I didn't say that out loud because I'm not a total sociopath. But, um, you know, it'd be like, you just in your head, you'd know, oh, this is going to be some, like, you know, confessional, some dear diary, you know. Yeah. Doggerel. Um, you know, written by someone who, who, you know, is just writing what they think in a, you know, in a... I, I tend to find people who freely offer up their stuff like that are exactly. generally the ones to avoid. Yeah, exactly. You know, you got, you know, you're self-aware enough to know that you shouldn't be showing people your fucking poem. Then I don't want to read it. Do you know what I mean? Like, but um, but it's something about um, Michael Caine in Get Carter to Alf from Coronation Street. You know. Yeah. Like you know, there's like. All right, you know, sit down. You're a big lad, but you're out of shape. With me, this is a full-time job, and that's how I approach comics. It's how I approach poetry, and it's how I approach comics. It's like, do you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's it's cool. You know, do it for a laugh. You want to do it for a laugh? That's great. You want to do it because you know, you know, you want to do your sort of, you know, your, you know, your comedy web comic about, you know cats and milkshakes i'm just making that up i don't know any you know if you, that is your thing that's cool you know, I, I literally there's free association two things that came in my head you know that's great yeah but i'm not interested you know because like i say for me this um you know there's something about um i don't want to say it's a vocation because you know no one no one is comics. You know, no one cares. Um, but you know, it, it, there there is a um, there's a passion. Uh, is there a passion? I'm going to say passion. Let's 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 say that. Yeah, that I think um, has yeah it, it is is the thing that drives drives doing it you know yeah and and more so in in small press self-publishing you know 
when there's no one when you're doing this stuff and you're just putting it out there and you have no idea if anyone's gonna you know yeah, see it, totally. read it, respond to it, um you know, be touched by it, be be moved by it, be you know, be amused by by it, be inspired. I don't know, I don't know. I think um you know, I, I think if you you know if you speak to a you know a composer, they're going to talk about um, their 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 composition that way. If you speak to a sculpt, you know, a, a, you know, a fine artist, they're going to speak. I think you can have a healthy, um, you know, uh, uh, a, a, a sort of you know a healthy um, attitude of uh, you know sort of cheerful. Um, you know, you can you can cheerfully um you know smile at the absurdity of you know pouring so many hours onto a page that is going to be read in 13 seconds you know yeah and you can you can how you can hold that at the same time as thinking you know that someone can turn a page and you know have have a moment of you know kind of speechless kind of awe and wonder at you know the the way that you know the um you know those the words and pictures are dancing on that particular page in that particular um um you know uh choreography that you that that that, that happens um yeah do you know what I mean? Like, I think. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's like <laughs> I've read comics, like name specific ones that I've gone a bit further into it. I've like I've still got that one thing stuck in my head, and I've just had to go back. Yeah. And it's like I don't know it. Yeah, now I don't know how to put it into words, but yeah, you know that thing where you sort of you see a panel or a page or something, and you just. You just can't take your eyes off it, and then you can't stop thinking about it. You try and carry on reading the comic, and it's just you're still stuck on that yeah. thing. I've spent ages looking at just a page, yeah. just pouring over all the tiny little details. And what do you think about when, 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 when we were kids, and you might have had like six comics. That was it. Do you know what I mean? Like I remember when I was at pri- when I was at primary school, we had a teacher. Um, who was clear, you know, clearly, you know, is had managed to salvage some of his um, sort of Bronze Age comics collection from when his mum had, you know, clearly binned all the rest of them. Like he had like one short box of comics in the classroom, and if you finished all your work, I've said this, I'm sure I said this on on podcast before. When you finished all your work, if you if you you know finished early, you you were allowed to go in the comic box and you know you could go and read a comic. Cool. And and um and sometimes you're allowed to take them home. Um you're supposed to bring them back. Um, <laughs> uh which is supposed how to bring them back bagged and boarded. Yeah, which is how you know it's how I <laughs> how I started my uh my Iron Man and my Master of Kung Fu collection. Um was you know, just discovering these, you know, I'd I'd like you know, it's one X Men comic, you'll know it. It's the one where um uh Colossus is is pulling up the the tree stump yeah I, um and just like i 
I just looked that first that opening splash of just he's there and he's like you know it's just you know it's full of nonsense kind of you know like you know Bojomoy you know I have to pull up this tree stump is you know by the you know by the motherland I'm going to you know whatever um that was my my shit Russian accent by the way um you know but it's just this one image you just just stare at it ages you know drew it over and over um and uh you know well the um I remember it was it was the Iron Man hundred I think it was the hundred and fiftieth issue. It's basically where Iron it's basically uh and a, a Connecticut Yankee in, in King Arthur's court. Basically Iron Man and Tony Stark and, and Doctor Doom get get sent back to King Arthur's get sent back to Camelot and then they have to like work together to um to get back to back to the future. Um, right. Uh, it's just it's an amazing it's a, it's just, and that was just that was it like you know like eight year old me it's like bam I'm down I'm down for this Iron Man you know you're my guy and um, and I just I've read and reread that comic over and over and over again um, and and I, you know I don't know if it was just the fact that you know for a long time you know it was those six comics that I had that was it. Yeah, you know, couldn't find any anywhere else. Couldn't news that didn't know you, you know, and then discovered you know, well, the rest of it, um, you know, all the Marvel UK stuff. But um, but you would you would have these, you know, your relationship to them was completely different. You know that you, you had this kind of, um, um, you had this kind of obsessive. You had this kind of um, this 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 fascination with, with, you know, rereading, delving deeper into trying to, you know, just, just learning every single thing you could about this, this story, this art. Um, and, you know, and I think it's not yet, you know, it's not by accident that you've got that weird kind of magical, you know, that kind of wizardy, um, strand of comics creators you know they're sort of grant morrison alan moore you know um you know comics is magic um kind of you know yeah part of it is obviously you know trying to get laid and (laughs) you know but the you know the other part of it is a um you know a theory of you know, images, words and images and how that impacts and reshapes reality, you know? Yeah. Like that's what you know, that is the experience of reading a comic. You know, that that you know, your world materially and manifestly is different and the way you experience it is different after, you know, you have um you know you have kind of you know communed with that object you know and you have and it just makes it all sound like i spend all my time you know just like sitting completely you know bollock naked you know running around in the forest you know with um you know copy of you know i don't fuck knows you know 
days of future past, you know, do you know what I mean? Like, it's just like bollocks, you know, but, um, you know, sometimes it's just, you know, they, they're mostly, um, you know, just good fun, but, you know, yeah. on, 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 on some other level there, you know, there is something magic about comics. Um, yeah. 100%. Um, I think again, I've said before, I don't know if it's partly through the thing of being of an age where I grew up without a TV in my bedroom hmm. or, you know, constant access to a screen. So comics were the way you sort of relive stories. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And sort of learned to draw through comics. Mm-hmm. Arguably perfected learning to read through comics. Certainly yeah. became a more avid reader through reading comics. Because fuck books were boring. Yeah. <laughs> As a kid, I mean. Yeah. And yeah, just the excitement of sort of swapping them with your friends in the playground and. Yeah. And all that. But yeah. But yeah, it's. Yeah, it's a weird thing. It's like you say, and I didn't have access to many cards, and mine was mostly the UK reprints, so I think I had a. Superman, Man of Steel one, possibly a Batman one, a Mickey Mouse one, which I think I've still got somewhere. And um, yeah, just the Transformers UK, which I'm sure used to have Iron Man in the back of it. Right. So, and then, yeah, just whatever random titles your dad might buy in the newsagents when he went to get a paper sometimes. Yeah. And that was sort of it, but there was nothing more exciting than getting a new comic. And then, yeah. Discovering that world of American comics and the wider world of UK comics. Um, 2000 AD used to scare me as a kid. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't, yeah. It's, yeah, it's exactly. very much not for kids. Like, <laughs> like, um, like I've only recently, um, like the painted stuff, the, the sort of slain stuff. Yeah. It's just like, what you do? no way. Look at that stuff away from me. Like, it freaked me out. Couldn't. Um, you know, it's just like too, too much. You know what you mean? Like this sort of fear, you know, there, there, there were, that's the thing, you know, there were certain comics that were terrifying. And I just, I mean, I was in the comic shop the other day and my mate was like, oh, we're talking about, we're looking at manga in, in Forbidden Planet. And he's like, have you read this? Um, is it, you? oh, what's the name of it? It's, it's, it's the, one of the Junji Ito um, collections. Oh, I'm not sure when manga knowledge is not. Or something like that. But, um, so, you know, have you read this? I'm like, I'm not, I'm, I'm, no. I'm, just, I'm scared. <laughs> you know, it's not that, you know, it's, it's fine. It's not that, not that bad. And it's just like, I, I don't know. I just literally, I don't, like, I'm sure, I'm sure it's fine. But, you know, um, I don't like horror films. But, again, there's something, um, kind of even more terrifying about the fact that it's drawn. <laughs> yeah. Um just kind of makes it just feels you know, it just fills me with dread. I, I can't I can't even yeah, I don't know. I don't know exactly what you know about um uh certain comics and um uh and 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 as a kid, kind of being like uh, like you say, you know, just like you know that that's not. For, it was the same with like um 
uh, like Sandman and Vertigo stuff. And when I sort of see it in the in the shop, and I kind of be just like, well, I, just, I don't know, I don't know. And I'd be fascinated by the covers. Do you know what I mean? Like I'd be fascinated by them as objects and as things, and I'd, I'd sort of, um, sort of gingerly sort of, you know, have a little, have a little look. You know, it's, it's some they, there was something sort of transgressive about, more transgressive about, potentially about comics. Again, it might, might have just been partly because like you never quite knew what anything was and and all you all you knew was what like your mate would tell you based on what their brother had told them about a certain comic do you know what I mean? everything was yeah. secondhand knowledge of you know um and it had that sort of you know um sort of folk sort of folk almost like you know sort of folk horror element to to it um but yeah no i think if you see Junji and I've seen him on 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 um on uh Manbin, this this basically this this um show of like manga artists um at their desks working. And he just looks like he like completely sort of like uber sort of hipster geek, Japanese geek guy, you know, like you know, little round glasses, little little beanie hat and you know little you know half mask trousers and he's um seems like you know pretty sound sound guy you know amazing obviously eyes oh, but fuck me i don't want to i don't have to deal with his comics <laughs> yeah it's, it's weird that you can sort of build up the idea of a creator in your mind and then when you meet them they're completely different it's like um, Dylan Teague, I expected to be somebody completely different, just based purely on his art. Right. And then you meet him, and he's polar opposite to what I thought. Yeah. Is it but, in a good way or a bad? Or a bad oh yeah, no, in a good way, and not that I, you know, in a bad way. It's just, it's weird the pitch you build up of people sometimes, just based on their style of drawing. Yeah. I don't know. That might just be me, but. <laughs> but, but yeah. So um. So with like sheep and the wolves and that, mm-hmm. what sort of were your comic influences in that? Because it's very there's a sort of French film influence I get when I read it as well. So like the Truveau, yeah, kind of thing, that sort of thing. But is that you taking film inspiration and putting it into comic, or what were your were there comic inspirations with it, or? Um, I mean. It is funny. This is almost, I think, probably to the day that I put online the first Sheep and the Wolves, um, which I think would have been five years ago. Um, I, I just hadn't hadn't clocked that till you just till you mentioned it. Um, and um and it and it began again it was a sort of long summer where i was like i, I don't know what to, i wanted to sort of i thought I, I decided i was going to start drawing a comic and i didn't really know what i wanted to want it to be about or 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 what and i had this you know um 
I thought I was going to make something kind of very arty and, um, you know, kind of um, zany and sort of, you know, very kind of, uh, so, you know, it was, it was going to be kind of abstract comics as art, you know, very, you know, fucking very pretentious. Um, yeah. um, he says after having spent an hour um, going on about, you know, erotics versus erotics versus aesthetics. Um, yeah, but, um, uh, but, um, I just couldn't get anywhere. Like I was draw, I drew. I had a, like a couple of sort of false starts of of interesting kind of, you know, they were they were like these sort of sort of collagey type comics that, that didn't really understand work out what I was doing. I couldn't really. I didn't have a form. I didn't have a. You know, I just I just had this desire to want to draw to make a comp to make comics, but I didn't have a. Um. I didn't have anything to hang hang that off of. I didn't have any uh, model or, um, and I literally uh, just read a basically a, a, a '60s crime, you know, pulp paperback from the '60s called "The Sheep and the Wolves" about this um, this face in uh, Soho. Um, sort of written in I think it was like nine fifty nine or nine sixty one or something. You know, very you know, to end of the fifties, start of sixties, and um, and it had it was called the sheep. And funnily enough, it's called the sheep and the wolves. Um, and um, and I was like, all right, fuck it, I'll just I'm going to do that. I'll just do a comic adaptation of this store of this novel, and see how it goes. And she drew, drew the first scene. Um. Which is um, Jimmy and 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 who turns out to be Linda, um, you know. In it, it's basically a, a nine-panel. Going back to mentioning Watchmen um, grid of um, little, like little sort of vignette sh- snapshots of a night out. You know, it's just like little kind of little montage of of of. Um, and then by about like the third page, I'd like ditched all of the the stuff in the in the from the novel, and I was just like riffing on these characters in a in a calf. Um, so, so in terms of influences, what was my point? My point was um, that starting out, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't thinking of any particular comic. Um, and there's a point where I think maybe like three or four pages in, um, I discover um, Maurice Tillier. I don't know if that's how you say it, but T I L I E U X. He did the Gil Jordan. Um, essentially, he, he was um, a contemporary of, um, uh, you know, the that sort of Franco-Belgian kind of um, lot. It was in uh, Heroic magazine and Pilot. But essentially, he, he drew in this. He did. He had this character, Gil Jordan, who's basically a private detective uh, in in in. Um, I was going to say in Paris. I've actually got no idea where it's set because I can't speak French, read French. 
Um, uh, but so it's either it's probably in Belgium, isn't it? So it's probably somewhere in um, uh, I don't know, Brussels. Um, it's set. But anyway, he's a, he's a private detective, and uh, he's he's just you know he's always he's got a mate who's like kind of he's a, he's not as bright as him, and they've got like a you know a sort of sassy um, uh, secretary who um, gets them out of scrapes, and their their mate is this kind of police chief who's who's you know um is always sort of rocking up um and they they sort of barrel about having having adventures and getting getting into scrapes and um and it's it's what I was sort of going back to what I was saying before about um Hergé and um versus um like Erdozo and you know, Asterix books. I always I always wanted that Asterix style of kind of expressive character you know really kind of you know sort of big um uh fluid kind of um line but in a in a in with the the setting of a you know contemporary setting of a of of like a tintin yeah and and suddenly i discovered through you know through the internet <laughs> um that that there were obviously was all of that. It's just that I'd never seen it before. You know, there's you know, you know, you sort of um Spiru and and Fantasia, you know, there's there's a whole, you know, um Natasha, you know, this um uh comic about, you know, a, a, an air hostess in the sixties who's just always, you know, getting into getting into adventures. You know, there's just there's just so much stuff, sort of Franco Belgian stuff, um, in this style, this kind of we call it like the Marcinelle style, you know, this very sort of, um, you know, big um, kind of lolloping, kind of almost like pantomime type of, you know, um, cartooning, um, but with, you know, these, you know, fantastically um, accurate, uh, you know, cityscapes and, you know, every detail of the, like the period setting is, is because it's not period at the time. It's just, you know, it's, it's at the time it's kind of like super contemporary, um, but you know, looking at now, it's like it's like kind of like you know, sort of period drama in the, in it's fantastic for those sorts of details. So it was all of this stuff, and I think you can see it about sort of four or five pages in. There's like a there's a bit where like Jimmy's um, pissed off. He's, he's he's heading into heading into the um, the pub to um, muscle um, the uh, the landlord uh, who, who who owes. Um, some gambling debts uh, where the the style of the drawing changes because I'm, I'm like, shit, this is it. This, you know, I found, I found what I was kind of looking for. Um, and then, you know, it kind of, it's been a process of kind of um, sort of working within that, that idiom uh, and trying to kind of, um, what is it? What is it to say? You know, you, you know, your style is just, you know, is all the stuff that you can't draw. Um, you know, it's all the mistakes that you make. Um, is what, you know, is is how you know is what defines your your art your art style. Um, so it's just been a you know a, a sort of process of of kind of going further down this this sort of rabbit hole of of kind of European um, cartooning. Uh, ever since, um, 
if that but you're absolutely right about the the film the you know the film um especially the yeah the sort of you know french new wave french new british, wave yeah uh, you know in british kitchen sink stuff you know uh, you know the, the angry angry young men you know sort of literary things you know carry on everything from you know tv um yeah, because I was weirdly sort of like French New Wave, and there was something of the minder about it as well. And I yeah. mean that in the nicest possible way. <laughs> hey, as far as I'm concerned, minder is 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 probably if 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 I was in charge of one of them, you know, like capsules that they send into space, you know, like you know whatever it is, you know, Beethoven, you know, some sort of Mozart symphony, you know, and you know, I'd send you know first you know three years of three seasons of minder. Yeah, um, you know, um, you know, gunfight at the uh, OK Laundrette. You know, that would be that would be it. You know, that's all the aliens need to know. You know, because <laughs> yeah, I mean, sort of yours. I think yours is the only comic I've read that I've sort of really felt a film influence on. Not, and I don't mean that in a this should have been a film or this would make a great film. Just sort of like. Mm you read some people's comics and you can see an influence of other comics on it. And this was the first one where, cause I'm not sort of the points you made, the Belgium comics, that sort of thing, that sort of, that stuff's always sort of passed me by right? kind of thing. I've never, I'm aware of it, but I've never sort of deep dived yeah. into it. So it's not front of the thing, but mm-hmm. yeah, like I say, it's just those, that weird mix of film and 60s, 70s, 80s TV and all that sort of thing. And yeah, it's just, it was such a bizarre approach to comics and it was sort of one of the turning points for me with small press. I'd bought various small press things, but it's cause it's a different size comic as well. Yeah. And you do it in landscape instead of portrait and all that sort of yeah. thing. And it really sort of opened my eyes to what small press can be. Cheers. Man. And, like... um, but yeah, it's tricky to say, you know, talk about yeah. it as film influenced without it sounding like you know it should have been a film or you clearly wanted to make a film because that doesn't come across at all the thing is like you know it's like you know how much of um uh, what do i want to say i want to say um accident of of you know accidental autobiography you know that you could you yeah. can't help um um so so i you know so i did a i did a you know uh, i used to be a film you know film studies lecturer you know i did a phd in 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 cinema um a long time ago and um like i'm so i'm sort of you know i've watched a lot of black and white (laughs) films um and had to and had to you know uh, think of stuff to to write about. Um, well, what's my point? And so, I, I remember saying to someone like, you know, I've, I've just started making this comic, and I've just spent the last, like the last time I made a comic, you know, I was like, well, maybe you know, I was, uh, um, I don't, you know, fifteen, you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's it's like, it's nearly. 25 years since I, you know, sat down and actually drew a, drew something, you know, for, um, or try to, um, and, 
um, you're like, oh, what have I done? I've, you know, what an idiot. I've just spent the last, you know, 10 years um, doing, you know, being an academic. You know, it's like, oh, what a mug. I'm now, now I've got to play catch up. I've got to try and, you know, I've got to cram in all this, you know, 10,000 hours of, 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 of flying time at the drawing table, you know, and I've, what, you know, what have I done for the last 10 years? And then you suddenly realise, you know, what, what you've actually done for the last 10 years is, you know, think about stories and, 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 and character and, and, and also, you know, creativity and, um, you know, sort of, um, uh, you know, you've, you've, you spent all that, you, you, you spent quite a lot of time, you know, looking at and thinking about and reading about, um, you know, people, artists, filmmakers, directors trying to n negotiate and navigate their way through a, you know, industrial, um, commercial, um, you know, studio complex, uh, you know, and then, you know, and, and trying to, um, uh, you know, uh, create these um, works of, of that, you know, somehow individual forms of self-expression, um, you know, you've been reading about, um, you know, critics, you know, trying to um, uh, rehabilitate and, uh, you know, certain filmmakers, you know, and, and, and read this, you know, rediscover, um, in, you know, uh, and valorize, you know, the, the, the works of, of particular filmmakers and, you know, from, from, from different, um, periods and whatnot, you know, and the different kind of discourses around all that stuff and what was, what I want to get at. I'm saying that, you know, all of that stuff, you know, I'd, it, it'd be a lot harder for me for, to, to try and, um, actively keep that stuff out of the work. Yeah, uh, just, do you know what I mean? Rather than, um, as opposed to, um, like you say, you know, sort of sitting down and thinking, oh yeah, how can I get another, you know, how can I get another, you know, reference to Arthur Daly in in this? Or you know, do you know what I mean? Like, oh, how can I, what can I nick from a from a, um, uh, you know, um, you know, Jean Luc Godard? You know, do you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. it's not. It is sometimes. It is. I was going to say it's not. It's not that. Um, <laughs> um you know premeditate is sometimes sometimes <laughs> think i'm gonna that's wicked that that shot i'm nicking that and you know and i will um you know almost every every interior every scene is a is a kind of hybrid of various screenshots that i've taken from some b movie and then you know it's all, you know i'll nick that from there and then i'll stick you know you know i'll take you know i'll stick so in the last issue, um, Vic Corinth's um, flat that you see is based on um, Michael Caine's flat in um, uh, the first Harry Palmer film, which I've... Oh, Ipcris File. Ipcris File, yeah. Um, he's got the same shelves. He's got the same kitchenette as Harry Palmer, but, um, you know... Um, slightly. You know, it's like he's got like the knockoff version of that set design. <laughs> so, you know, at a certain point, you know, I get fed up and I can't be bothered to try and 
you know, or, or it doesn't quite work in the composition. So, I, you know, I nick a little bit of, um, you know, but it's, you know, again, it sort of goes back to that sort of, you know, the, the sort of, there's something kind of fetishistic about kind of, um, you know, wanting to make sure that you get the right kind of light switch and the right yeah. kind of radiator for the, do you know what I mean? <laughs> like there's a, there's a real kind of, um, and again, that's something, you know, that you see when, you know, there's just something again, kind of, you know, like I say, there's a, there's a, you know, is it is, is, it's exactly, you know, there's, you know, so kind of like, you know, oh, you know, so, you know, you rub your thighs, you know, oh, look at that, love, oh, I love me a little bit of, you know, 60s interior design, oh, look at that, look at that, look at that chair, you know, do you know what I mean? Like, there's some, there's, um, oh, the Formica, you know, it's just, <laughs> yeah, Bakelite, you know, I can't, can't, can't get enough of it. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, I, 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 it's interesting that you say about you know you obviously you see that you know, there's the sort of cinematic element in in certain comics um, uh, much more you know in terms of visual you know that that sort of widescreen type comic yeah you sort of think uh, yeah right you know it's not for me but yeah. No, it's uh, like I say, it's I, I say it in a wholly positive way. It's not like you can read some comics and you can see that they've just. So I don't know if you ever read the comic of Road to Perdition, but there's a bit in it that is literally they've copied the girl getting attacked by the shark, famous picture of right. just her from the neck up kind of thing, and they yeah. just ripped that off completely, and it really took me out of it. Right, <laughs> and it's not like they did their own thing with it. It's just it's that picture yeah yeah <laughs> and it's yeah bug me but with like you say with you it's it's there but it's not there it's your spin on it kind of thing your you've used it as a benchmark and then done your thing with it put your spin on it made it yours kind of thing that's yeah. how i'm waffling there but because <laughs> i i find this like I wonder sometimes about because um, it's because it's all you know it, obviously you know it's all it's all me you know I, I write it and I draw it um, and it's an ongoing thing and then like um, you um, who was it I was reading. Um, don't know if you know uh, Neil the Horse. Who um, was this kind of uh, alternative? Uh, it's, it's essentially a kind of musical comic strip, kind of sort of black and white. Um, it's sort of uh, must be eighties. It came out at the same time as um, uh, Cerberus, um, but it's you know it's very different, and uh, you know it's got a kind of a sort of uh, sort of 30s musical Hollywood kind of, you know, sort of Busby Berkeley kind of um, vibe to to the point where, um, um, you know, there'll be song and dance numbers and then the um, the, the, the cartoonist um, would, would would write the music and the, you know, the, you know, the, there'll be like the song sheet, you know, the lyrics and the, and the music. Um, so you, you can actually, you know, you can play along um, 
sing along if you if you you know you weren't as musically inept and as tone deaf as me. Um, but um, <clears throat> um, and who I'm blanking um, on the name of the cartoonist made more uh, difficult for the fact that um, uh, she transitioned um, in the last sort of. Um, decade uh, so i'm actually blanking on two different names uh for for this person um anyway um she in the in this like collection of, of these strips which are fantastic um she does say that each of these she's got like three 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 main characters like there's like neil the horse who's this kind of like sort of slightly goofy sort of like mickey mouse type character you know he's very kind of like you know oh gee you know he's kind of like you know sort of innocent abroad uh and then he's got this kind of this cat who smokes cigars, who's like his mate, who's like his sort of, you know, it's a bit like sort of like top cat, you know, he's like this one like Brooklyn kind of, um, you know, like wise guy. And then there's this, um, I think her name's like uh, Madame Frou-Frou or something. No, Madame Pomp. Anyway, it doesn't look it up. Um, you, know, you might have heard of it. It's a thing called Google. Um, you know, people. <laughs> um, anyway, and, you know, who's this uh, mannequin, almost like um, Aunt Sally from, you know, um, uh, Wurzel Gummidge. Um, yeah. And and she, and she says in 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 like the you know the afterward or it might have been um, anyway she says that you know uh, how each of these characters it turns out you know was expressing like you know a very different part of her personality but you know at the time you know it wasn't a conscious you know I'll make this character who's my playful side this character who's my kind of like shyster kind of um, you know. Um, uh you know hustler type you know, you know um aspect of my personality you know this person's the you know the the romantic who's looking for love you know this one's the one who's you know trying to you know he's, he's the grifter you know the cats that like you know this is me trying to shield trying to make money trying to you know get my hustle on anyway so you know all these were parts of parts of a personality uh, you know that had found expression through these characters but you know it it wasn't a, anything as as kind of calculated or conscientious conscious as kind of you know, sitting down thinking you know, how am I going to represent that that part of me um and then I sort of wonder what happens though when at the point at which you you reflect on the work and you start to see you start to read your own work and start working, seeing how it's working through different ele- elements of your. Do, do, do you say what? Yeah. Like for example, uh, so I was trying to bring it back to why is he rabbiting on about um, some sheep and the wolves? Like I, I gave I gave the first two, first three issues to my friend to a friend of mine to read, and she she's the godmother of of my kids, and um. You know, she responded to it, and, and you know, we had an interesting chat about it. And then I was like, suddenly realised because um, we were talking about how fathers were important in the in the comic. I was like, you know, we're talking about um, my my parents, and she, and then I suddenly realised, ah, oh, there's no mums. I've there's I've I've done three issues, and I haven't drawn anyone's mum. I was like, ah, oh, it's like, oh, you've got issues, haven't you? Like, do you know what I mean? Like you suddenly sit there, you yeah. go, ah, oh. and I'm like, what am I supposed to do now? Like, am I supposed to like, overcompensate? Am I supposed to like issue four's got to have like you know six mums all turn up? They all go on like a fucking like you know 
day trip to Woolworths. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, how, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like, I'm sitting, it's like, you know, at what point, and then, you know, is that useful? You know, maybe it's it'll feed in at some point, you know, but it's interesting, you know, you touch, you have this vehicle, you have this thing that isn't a, so, uh, you know, full circle, bring it back, you know, if, if my initial, you know, um, my initial, uh, the drive to make comics was to do something kind of, you know, um, exploratory, uh, self-express, you know, you know, trying to do some, some kind of, um, uh, I don't want to say psychoanalysis, you know, some sort of, you know, work on, you know, what's going on in my head. Yeah. Um, doing, picking, trying to pick something, thinking, oh, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do something that's completely non-autobiographical, you know, it's going to be historical, it's going to be based in a, you know, on these kind of, you know, it's going to be based on tropey characters rather than, you know, people, do you know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah. you're going to have the, you know, and then suddenly, and then when you realise actually, shit, you know, I thought I was going to escape my head, it turns out I'm, I'm, I'm still, I'm where, do you know what I mean? Like I'm still doing, I'm doing the thing that I thought I wasn't, you know? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. That that there's there's a certain, you know, it's it's in in, you know, you can always go and doesn't matter where you go on holiday, you know, you're always going to be there. You know, you can't escape yourself, even if even you know when you're trying to create these these worlds, you know, from from you know that that you think are, because um, interesting to me, people say you know, um, you know if the, the talk about these cat. To me, in some ways, every everyone feels they all feel both real and completely like um, every one of them could be played by someone from from you know like Kenneth Williams or you know or Sid James. You know, they all feel like kind of larger than you know TV yeah. characters. As you know, it, it feels like it's made up of. Um, you know, that thing when you when you were playing with your toys when you were a kid and you get all the different toys together and they all just like live in the same universe. Yeah. Um it has something something of that, um, you know, about it. My God, this is this is what happens when uh ramble for an hour and a half without having had my dinner first because I thought, oh, you know, it'd be like <laughs> quick chat of sixty minutes and then, you know, stick a you know, Findus French bread pizza in the, in the, in the oven but <laughs> alright then um, so just to sort of end then what sort of <laughs> so you can get to your fingers no no it's like <laughs> <laughs> no I know what you mean no I've just really I found it really interesting and just sort of listening to you talk about it and that and so I apologise if I've <laughs> if you're slowly eating yourself from the no, inside out, <laughs> right. don't, don't worry. There's, there's plenty to to eat away. Don't worry. There's <laughs> donuts. <laughs> uh, so yeah, sort of what. Let's end on some recommendations. So sort of like either the comics that influenced you. Obviously, you mentioned a few already, and that or yeah. comics you'd recommend people should read. Or just um, okay. Oh, this is a good one. I, I, um, what can I recommend? 
um, people should read. Um, I would recommend, um, it's just finished. I was gonna say that, um, keep, if you, if you didn't get on the, the Silverbeard Kickstarter, um, then, um, keep your eyes out for when that drops because it's going to be fantastic. Um, so, uh, Pete Taylor and, um, uh, Mark Hughes, son of Ken, uh, this man, this Pete, um, and, uh, son of Ken on Instagram and Twitter, um, a, uh, kind of, um, uh, love letter to Bronze Age, uh, Marvel kind of Conan magazine style um, comics. Um, a um, you know, um, uh, monkey. If you remember, you know, Monkey Magic meets yeah. Conan um, is going to be my uh, you know a basically a, a you know a god is trapped in the body of a of a, of a gorilla. Um, who, uh, who then uh, goes through various adventures in different stages, sagas through uh, various stages. In um, and it, 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 what I love about it is that it's um, is what Pete's done this um, in in some of his Monster Kids comics as well. It kind of it takes a sort of real sort of love of um, a knowledge of comics history and creates a kind of fake. Um, a sort of faux, faux-stalgic um, recreation of a, a a kind of comic that didn't, you know, didn't exist but should have, you know, it, it much like uh, Lorenzo Etherington did with Stransky. Yeah, that you know, the you see these this artifact, these artifacts, you know, these these images of the these these things that you know look like um sort of note perfect uh recreations of 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 kind of like i said before this sort of ephemera of you know years gone uh sort of bygone age in in a particularly uh as element of kind of like you know comics history and is able to kind of um you know there, there's a certain point where you can't quite you've got to keep reminding yourself that that he's making it up and then you gotta go. It's like, well, is he like, you know? It's like, maybe, maybe I have just forgotten it, and he's he's right. Do you know what I mean? Like, you can. Yeah. It's it's always <laughs> you know, it's always you know, straddling that um, that that uh, you know. And I think someone else who does that um, is in a in a in a very different way. But um, um, uh, you had him on. Um, um oh sorry i'm uh, i'm blanking um bald he's not bald oh, john tucker john tucker <laughs> he, yeah he's not uh, he's got a fine head of hair he's got a fine head of hair yeah yes indeed um you know i think he he he's also someone who kind of um you know plays with um you know it's stuff that 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 if it's not if it's not true, it could be true. And even the the most absurd stuff is played straight. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, anything, you know, basically, I'll, 
I'll read anything that he he's doing because I think he's he's a straight up genius. Um, in terms of stuff that I would recommend people uh, jump onto, um, you can. Um, is it uh, um, if you go on Euro Comics, if you like your Euro, you do it online. Yeah, uh, there's a book called um, it's uh, called Atom Agency. It's by uh, Jan and Schwartz, uh, Olivier Schwartz, who's a phenomenal artist, um, and um, this is their again they're they're two guys who are very much the kind of the 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 latest uh sort of generation of um that that kind of school of 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 comic franco-belgian cartooning that i was talking about before um an atom agency is a book that uh is just gorgeous it's like kind of again it's sort of setting i want to say sort of 1940s they did this um they did this amazing comic which isn't translated um um uh called the groom in uh in in gray and green uh which is basically um what they what what they've done is they've they've reimagined so the character of spiru who you'll recognize he's this like bellhop um in so he's spiru and fantasia these two 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 characters from these from the um, well, kind of you know Belgian boys mag um, com, uh, magazine weekly called Spiru in the uh, you know started in uh, I think the thirties I want to say uh, maybe uh, and um, so you know Spiru's this this bellhop you know kind of innocent guy he's got this um, this pet uh, squirrel and his mate is a reporter and they they basically just you know. Again, they they, you know, they go and they find themselves in scrapes and they go on adventures and whatnot. And um and what they did, what Jan and uh, Olivier Schwartz did is they reimagined what it would have actually been like for those characters during the German occupation. Um, and those those comics are fantastic, but. I say they're not translated so i've got them in 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 these these beautiful kind of hardcover albums and just they're just gorgeous to look at but atom agency is their new series with their with new characters their own characters i think and again that just when i saw that on on his instagram i was like oh shit, i've got to get that and um um i think james corcoran the, the artist um alex automatic um turn me on to it actually um but that has now been translated uh by europe comics so which you can get as a digital uh comic um and so the art's amazing and so you know i would recommend you buy the the physical the hard the book and then just and read the, the digital you know. yeah um but that's amazing you'll you you won't go wrong uh like i say that's just um every panel a uh is 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 gorgeous uh olivier schwartz's brush is yeah he's i've seen some videos of him working he's he's a monster um so that talking of monsters with brushes um 
my pal uh full disclosure i'm going to tell you about people i like uh, <laughs> owen sherwood um check him out on instagram and um owen sherwood illustration or owen sherwood alone just put owen sherwood in uh, you, you'll find him. Uh, he has been drawing um, a. He's he's forty pages in now. He's just finished the pencils and he's just started on on the inks of his four part um, epic uh, called uh, the plight of Tony Featherneck, uh, which may or may not be about a. Uh, man who wakes up naked on a desert island and finds that he's got a bird's head um and can't work out why he's there or what's happened to his head um and um that may or may not be coming to kickstarter in a in a uh sometime soon but you're gonna want to get on that because it's gorgeous the man is um he yeah you know, there's. I was listening to um, Howard Chaikin talk the other day uh, on a on a podcast. This is where Prolix compares himself to Howard Chaikin. He has this. That's what I'm talking about. If you've been so in love with my own work, um, but he was saying that he, he he was saying that he was basically of of everyone that came up at the same time as him, he was the worst like he was like he was the least talented like he's, he's like you know he's, he's saying like um you know people think this is false modesty or you know and it's not it's just objectively true i sucked you know i was not schooled i did not have an art background you know i was learning on the job and you know i was terrible and it took me five years of you know of, of being sort of beaten up by um you know gil kane and um uh various other people um um before he um you know he felt like he got good but what he said he did what he does say is he said you know i was terrible but um what what was different was i, I was terrible but i could i could always write and eventually the art caught up with the writing and um and i like to think that that's you know i was like yes <laughs> like <laughs> like am i I'm definitely not the best artist, but I can, but I know, but I can write. And I feel like with, you know, with the sheep and the wolves, you know, the slam guitar, I would say this to people, you know, by the, by the second issue, the art started to catch up with the, with the writing. Um, yeah. But um, long way round to saying that, um, unlike me, Owen is someone who can, is is just a pure artist. The man is is just ridiculous. Like what he, the way he handles a this a Pentel brush pen, um, uh, is uh, exemplary. I just think he is um, the fact that you know he 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 comes from a kind of editorial illustration background, um, and you know he's a love comics and he's 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 telling this story which is. Um, it's very unique. It's kind of it's surreal, uh, but it's all drawn in this. Uh, it's very in black and white, really deep, um, you know, heavy, heavy blacks in there. And um, it is, it's going to be a comic that people are going to be talking about. 
um, uh, in the next few, you know, as he is, say, it's a. I think he's he's planning for issues of this thing. Um, so you, you know, I'm giving you the inside track now. Get on this now, because in a in a year or two, everyone's going to be talking about um, Owen, and, and you'll be able to say uh, you were there before uh, before it was cool. It's about like you knew who he was. Right. Um, uh, Owen Sherwood, um, yeah, look him up. Awesome. Yeah, I'll check that out. Um, and just sort of finish off then, where can people find you online and or at cons if you've got any upcoming cons? Um, yeah, I'm going to be at... Um, oh, I've got paid. All right, I'm going to be at... Um, just, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be at... True believers. Yeah, this this whole podcast thing was a ruse yeah, to, remind to remind me to do my invoice. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I like it. It's, it's, um, so I'm going to sort that out. <laughs> um, I'm going to be at. I, I can't remember what order these come in. So, uh, uh, but I'm going to be at um, Thought Bubble. I'm going to be at the Lakes, and I need to sort out my invoice. And I'm going to because I'm going to be at Nottingham. Oh, cool! Uh, I'm going to be at Nottingham as well um that's i think yeah that's 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 mostly it um for this year um you can find me online i'm at nick prolix n-i-c-k-p-r-o-l-i-x um on twitter and instagram and my website is nickprolix.com and um you you October, I like I said before, I will be um, restarting up my daily strip uh, Tallywick for Tallywick Toba. Such a great pun. Thank you. <laughs> we we established earlier that was the whole reason you were doing it, just because of the pun. <laughs> that's, that's that's me for you. So yeah. Cool. Awesome. Well, cheers for doing that, man. Uh, I really enjoyed it. It was really interesting. I apologise if I saw... I was listening so much that I didn't no, talk that much. No, <laughs> but people don't come to listen to me talk. Yeah, well, you know, it's... I don't get... You probably, you know, it's, it's, it's the thing about cons is, you know, you, you actually get to, to sit around and talk to people about about comics with people who, who also love comics so any any excuse to to sort of sit and try and sort of think through what it is and you know why it is that you know we love this thing that we love you know i think it's it's great uh, which is why i think these all of these conversations that you've had with people have been have been have been great and what i think you know i think i'm not the first person to say it but you know everyone has sort of come at it from a from a different point point of view you know and i think you know that's you know it's inherent in the in 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 the question and and the way you sort of you're approaching it is that you know you're never going to get two people two people's responses are you know is that the, do you know what i mean this is yeah. what's what's really interesting about it so cool thank you it's been it's been wicked fun cheers man. Awesome. cheers man and that was episode six. Uh, I really hope you enjoyed it. I'd like to thank Nick again for being on the episode. I really enjoyed talking to him. It was really interesting. 
Uh, I apologise if I was a bit quiet in places, but I was just really enjoying listening to Nick talk about stuff. Uh, comic stuff, obviously. Um, you, can, In case you missed it in the episode, you can find Nick on Twitter and Instagram as at Nick Prolix, or you can visit his website at nickprolix.com. The links and everything will be in the show notes as well, so you can find it on there if you need to. Um, the Tallywicktober starts obviously 1st of October you can find that on nickprolix.com as well and I'm sure it'll be on his Instagram and social media pages um, you can find the Nerds Who Haunted themselves in various places online as well if you wish to do so sickos um, you can find us on facebook.com at f- on uh, facebook.com on facebook.com sorry did it again on facebook at facebook.com forward slash haunted nerds you can find us on podbean at hauntednerds.podbean.com you can also find us on itunes and spotify we should definitely be on spotify now because i had the email confirming it today uh monday at the time of recording this uh you can find all our previous episodes including the and why not Nerds Who Haunted Themselves and any specials we've done on the True Believers website, which is OKTrueBelievers.com, uh, as well as the podcast. You can find the comics the Nerds Who Haunted Themselves have published, so issues one and two of Tales from Beyond Infinity, and my comic, Hello to Jason Isaacs. Um, and if you order those, the price you pay is the price you pay. There's no postage or anything on those, so it's that flat fee, and it'll get posted out to you for that cost, it, which is the cover price cost. And you can also find Troop stuff on there, so we'll be announcing guests, who's tabling, tickets, all that sort of stuff coming on there. We announced the ticket lanyard, the lanyard ticket rather. Um, it will feature a portrait by Andy Iamzu, um of the Mighty Jack Kirby. Um, if you go on the website, you can read the reasons why we've just decided to carry on celebrating great comic creators. And uh, we're looking to do a trilogy of Marvel greats. Um yeah, you can find me on Twitter as at TokenNerd, if you do wish so. And you can see my attempts at drawing on Instagram as Stuart Thinks He Can Draw, or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Stuart Can Draw. Uh, that's it for this week. I'm not entirely sure what's coming next week yet. I need to get some things lined up. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping to get a few in the bank, so I should have a better idea going forward of what's coming next. And um, yeah... Until then, this has been a Nerds Who Haunted Themselves production, and I've been Stuart Moraine. And until next time, read some awesome comics, create some awesome things, and keep spreading the four-colour word. Cheers for listening. Bye. Bye.